It's time to accelerate. Hi, I'm your host, Andy Paul. Join me as I host conversations with the leading experts in sales, marketing, sales automation, sales process, leadership, management, training, coaching, any resource that I believe to help you accelerate the growth of your sales, your business, and most importantly, you. Hello, and welcome to Accelerate. Joining me on the show today is my guest, Gavin Zuklinski. I got it right that time, who's <laughs> the founder of Acuity Scheduling, joining me from the Lehigh Valley in Pennsylvania. Gavin, how are you today? Hey, I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on here. Well, welcome to Accelerate. So, take a minute and just introduce yourself. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got to start in business. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I'm Gavin. Uh, my background is technical, but uh, through it all, I am the founder of Acuity Scheduling. Uh, it's an online tool to help small businesses and professionals of all sorts just uh, manage their day-to-day of appointments. So, you can have your clients book appointments online with you, and it'll magically appear in all of your calendars, make sure that you're never double booked, and connect to all of the tools that you use. So, uh, it was something that uh, way back in the day, I originally created for my mom. Mom, she's a massage therapist, and then from <laughs> from there, it has expanded to tens of thousands of small businesses uh, and other professionals and enterprises and everything. So it's been a great journey for me. Yeah. So it sounds like somewhere I was doing a little research on you that some background maybe somewhere in cybersecurity. Oh yeah, yeah. It's been a it's been a circuitous path too. So when I originally did this, I was uh, I worked for my. Um, like I mentioned, I'm technical in my background. Sure. I did web development for the longest time, uh, and I ended up creating a, Acuity for my mom. I was originally uh, trying to use this as um, I saw her struggling with just the back and forth of appointments, sure. and then I figured I'd put it out online too, and I'd use this as a way to generate leads for my web development business. Mm-hmm. Um, that completely failed, but then the product <laughs> itself took off. But it took off a slow start because uh, at first I wasn't 100% invested into it. But yeah, uh, for a good um, six, seven years, I was in the Washington, D.C. area um, working with the government on some really fun uh, technical and security projects, too. Uh-huh. Okay. So, um, yeah, we won't delve too much into that, but, but – uh, <laughs> What were the problems your mom was having that became this this impetus? I mean, so I mean, I I wish the the guy saw to work on my back <laughs> had a, a system like this instead of leaving messages at his home. <laughs> I know. Well, and that's that's exactly it too. Um, so she's uh, she works for herself. So clients would call her. She didn't have a receptionist of any sort, and they'd end, end up calling her and just either just play phone tag with messages back and forth, trying to find a time that's right. By the time she'd leave them a message that said, "Hey, Tuesday at two p.m. is is available," and they'd yeah, call back they and say, "Great, right. we'll have Tuesday," and then it was gone. So <laughs> right. there's that real time nature of everything too. And then not only that is. I would end up seeing her um, and just people trying to call and say reschedule things or cancel things. And then they'd go like, they'd have to tell her, oh, well, I, I can't. I got to take Aunt Millie to the doctor. Her kidney stones are acting up again and I won't be able to make it to her appointment. And just go on and on and on and on and on. And after we put it out there, I saw that there were tons of other businesses that had the same thing um, from everybody like people that I expected, uh, like 
people like my mom, uh, all the way to just all sorts of different ones. Uh, we have people doing donut deliveries, and then we just have tons and tons of people using it to manage their sales processes, too, so that uh, leads can come, schedule their appointments, and you don't have to worry about the back and forth. It can be nice and convenient for them. The other thing that I ended up seeing um, firsthand uh, with with my mom was that most of the people who would end up booking her would actually do it at times when she wasn't at the office when she was just away. So most of her appointments um, uh, ended up coming uh, when it was most convenient for the client to be able to book it, not necessarily uh, Mm -hmm. she was there accepting calls. And also, you know, when you're on a call with somebody, you're not actively accepting appointments either. So it ended up expanding her practice through that too. Well, so I was going to ask that question. So one of the results of using a scheduler, and we'll talk about your mom for a bit before we jump into the the business to business side of things but is did she see her business increase yes and it's something too where you know i i also help her out there's there's things that we see all people need to do to try to get their business online and getting a scheduler on there i think is uh the we've seen this with several other people there's a also um uh, a professional practice in Australia. Um, I think it's a, a law firm of sorts uh, that was that contacted us. They've been a longtime customer, and they ended up telling us there were a couple other firms that ended up starting at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, that they they were quite honest. They didn't say that they were any better than the other ones, no. um, but just that their business ended up expanding. A couple of them went out of business, and a couple of them hadn't expanded at the rate that they did. Right. And they think that it was just out of uh, online scheduling. Um, I'm sure that they're really fantastic at their business, but I think whatever you do, if you make it easier for your customers, when right. you make it easier for them, it's going to have them uh, an affinity towards you, which hopefully sure. results in your business expanding too. Sure. Yeah, I mean that. I agree. You get that rapport building. So there are a lot of scheduling apps that are available, mm-hmm. and we could probably spend half an hour just trying to name those that are available. So how are you different? How's Acuity different uh, from you know the names that people may be familiar with, or that may be in the signature bars of many of the people that are listening to the show? <laughs> yeah, you know it's really funny too. Um, what we end up seeing is there are so many ones around, and we're really vertical agnostic, so we'll be used from all sorts, from from sales to massage therapist to donut delivery, and it's generally within your particular community. There's just an adoption of one because having any scheduler is hands down better than having none. Just having that convenience. Um, mm-hmm. It's everything else. It doesn't mean you're using the absolute best one, but it does mean that you're using something that is way better than the phone tag and back and sure. forth emails. Um, so if you have one, just I'm I'm happy that that is making me happy. <laughs> uh, but uh, second of all, the how we've ended up really growing is we're we're extremely close to our customers, provide excellent customer support, and through that listening and everything, we've uh, Acuity has been around for quite a while, and because of that, we have a lot of experience trying to build something that is incredibly lean, easy to use, but at the same time very powerful. And there's a couple of driving principles that I personally have, and I'm not trying to sell anybody on. Acuity in particular, because I would love everybody just to use just use a scheduler, even sure. if it's not us. Um, but well, let's uh, talk about you then. Absolutely. Oh, okay. so it's if you want to, sure. Um, absolutely. So I, I personally believe that you should make it as dead simple as possible for your customers, and whatever you're using should be reflecting your brand, um, not whoever the scheduler is. So if you're seeing their name plastered above there in the upper right corner and the um, in the emails and everywhere else. Um, 
they're just promoting themselves and not you. So uh, besides having all the power to be able to uh, just accept appointments and everything else, you can completely customize it to reflect your brand, reflect what your colors, what everything else looks like, have the emails say what you want, which in the end uh, means we see higher conversion rates from mm-hmm. people because you're able to customize everything to match your brand, give them the comforts that when you're talking to people, you're speaking to them in the terms that they they refer to. Sure. And it looks like they're speaking with you too, instead of just they're giving their information to some third party service. Uh, the other thing too uh, is we strongly believe in being able to connect and you run your business however you'd like and then we want to be be able to fit into there so because of that we create everything very flexibly so you can really model your availability and your times and uh, um, and make it so that everything can be put on autopilot and that means being able to connect to all of your calendars mm-hmm. set up uh, complex availability so if you have uh, 10 salespeople on a team and you have a couple of conference rooms that you need for particular demos um, you can just put all of this information in there uh, so that when a client goes they just see the combined availability of right. everybody they pick a time that's available and we work out to make sure that the rooms are available that you're actually available that it's not double booked with your Outlook 365 your exchange mm-hmm. calendar your mm-hmm. calendar everything else um, and then connect so to you can say, whichever program you use like go to meeting or zoom and uh, so you're saying you integrate with those to be able to see the availability on those other calendars that you can integrate then into acuity yes yeah yeah absolutely and besides just calendars we integrate with a ton so it means that like you can put everything onto autopilot really and make sure that all of your time is, is taken care of that when a, somebody comes in, when a lead comes in, they're assigned to somebody, they're actually available, all the resources are available, sure. it's added to your calendar, there's nothing on your calendar that's blocking off. Um, and if you use other tools, uh, if you use Pipedrive or anything else, it's all connected into there and all of the information all shows up into one place. So hopefully okay. in the end, everything's beautifully connected and besides just saving the time from scheduling an appointment, um, you've saved time with all that setup that you normally do too. All right. Well, let's talk about just with the basics. You know, people you talked about, you know, be happy just to people just use a scheduler. So are there any stats, you know, sort of industry stats about, okay, if salespeople just throw that, you know, if you want a time with me, schedule, click on the link in their signature block. Any stats about whether that works or not? Um, it's interesting. So we... We, we've measured um, a few stats. We measure um, like time savings is one of the common ones, and we use that based off of self-reported measures. And typically, um, for people that use online scheduling in general, even combined with other things, they're saving uh, what roughly amounts to about 2.5 weeks per year, assuming that their full day um, is scheduling out. And that's based off of self-reported stats about how much people perceive time that they're saving uh, every week, too. Well, that's, um, but that's saving on the going back and forth. Right. So I'm, going back I'm saying it's just that just the sheer availability of that link. Hey, if you're a sales rep and you're putting you're putting the AE SDR whatever and you're putting that in your email signature block, is that a lure for people to click on it? I mean, does that actually work? So uh, start, start know, driving driving to see what the best practices are for sales in terms of how we use the scheduling. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Um, 
I'm not sure about that in particular. Um, we we do offer a couple of things that you can track that if you want it on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd be curious if anybody does offer that. What we do see, though, is, is some people still manage appointments on their own and they use it to send out reminders. But of the people who are letting clients book their own appointments, um, generally about uh, 90% of people um, – if they make it obvious enough, and that means sure. making it obvious on their website and everywhere else, um, prefer to book themselves too. So uh, being able a, to that's interesting because there's been I was reading a post just last week somewhere. There was actually somebody was sort of pushing back on that about about uh, you know making customers do the work of scheduling, and I, I was sort of thinking, well, is that really is that really work or is that mm-hmm. you know their convenience? Yeah, um, yeah, I find that really interesting. I'd love to see that one. But uh, this is, of course, uh, users of our service um, who we surveyed. Um, and of course, like it's like 99% of businesses prefer that their clients book online, which is well, kind of self-selecting right yeah, there. I was say, right uh, there. <laughs> but, but for the customers of the businesses, I, w- I was really happy to see that 90% number. Um, and it it could be because we we try to make it as easy as possible, sure. and there's a chance that if you're surveying people of I don't know something else that requires you to register for an account and jump through all sorts of hoops, that I personally wouldn't want to do that anyway. No, those those are royal so, pains. Yeah. yeah. So, but but for our users, we see about ninety percent of them. Um, and as we start to drill down into the reasons why, um, the well, the convenience is one of them. Um, just the the ease of use, not having to go the back and forth, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the timing of it is the other, um, is that people are able to do impulse things when they remember, not necessarily when the other person is available. So sort of falls into the timing, but also just personal issues with it. Um, And then, um, I mean, this could be something particular with our other service, but uh, a lot of people prefer to do that too, just that they can keep track of things. It tends to clear up communication a lot when both the practitioner Mm -hmm. and uh, or the salesperson and uh, your client, your customer are on the same page with everything where you're all getting the same notifications, the same emails. Everybody is much more in line too. And we see and we hear people saying that it clears up communication a lot um, between the customer and uh, you and then also within your business too. So there's less confusion for you as the customer when you're going forward and you're trying to figure out like, well, when was the last time did I talk to like, who did I talk to last time? Mm-hmm. Um, and and all of that. So we tend to see people once they start scheduling online continue to like doing it because of that as well. All right. So one of the central challenges in business to business sales is just getting hold of a prospect. I mean, I think it's like 18 touches on average sometimes before you can get the first contact, first conversation. Is there anything that you've seen inherent about schedulers that can help address that issue somehow? Well, I think part of it, too, is just like we talked about the friction of it. By reducing friction in any way possible for your prospect, you're trying, you're making it much easier for them. So if they don't have to, you know, call you back and get you while you're in your office and then miss you a bunch of times, right. it's probably a lot easier just to be able to click a link and you can get into that impulse area. Um, the other thing, too, that we see most successful people do is they're putting um, the ability to schedule in as many places as they can. So we'll t- like you mentioned, the email mm-hmm. signature is a fantastic one, and right. we see people do that there. Um, adding a even in addition to there adding an explicit call to action um mm-hmm. like i'll i'll generally say like just please go here at, or uh 
go here and pick a time that's most convenient for you. In the body of, and, your, in the body of your email. In the, yeah, yeah, exactly. In right. the body of the email, in the context of the email. And that helps too. That way, because um, at least with some of the email clients that I use, email signatures can get hidden and all of right, that. So right. um, putting it in the body makes it more clear. Okay, um, that's a good, people, good tip. Yeah, for people who are on the phone a lot, always, always, always add it to your voicemail message too. Um, and it tends to cut down, well, on the number of voicemails that you have and then just uh, the back and forth too. So that one too is probably one of the most common ones that adds the most bang for your buck and it was what a lot of people forget about too. And then we so also you're saying allow- it's in the voicemail, leave it, hey, and do you, do you customize the URL so it's like acuity.com slash zero time selling or... Yeah, exactly, exactly. So you can do, uh, yeah, zero-time-selling.acutyschedule.com, and you put it in there, which is just for you, or you can embed it onto your own website, too. So you could just say, um, hey, leave a message here. If you're looking to book an appointment, go to zero-time-selling.com slash schedule, and you can pick a time uh, and instantly confirm it on there with me. Yeah, or perhaps even send somebody a text as a follow-up just with the link in it to confirm, Uh, right, To to the voicemail. Exactly what I was going to say, too, yeah. is text message is another way uh, that, that people uh, find us. And it's really great, too. At least um, our service, and I know tons of other ones, work well on mobile. Because mobile is, we see, probably, um, I don't know, somewhere around half of the appointment mm-hmm. schedule um, come from mobile. So making sure that it, well, people don't have to type that much on there is a big right. one. So trying to make it as easy as possible there. Um, Like for us too, we we let you add custom forms and collect all sorts of information. But if you know that your prospects are going to be joining you from mobile, I definitely recommend trying to keep that light on all the required information that they need to put because the more fields that you have to have, the less likely they are to fill everything out. Or make an error perhaps. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So it all gets down into you're already trying to reduce the friction of what it takes for somebody to get in touch with you because of that. Um, and then the other thing, too, is uh, trying to reduce the no show rate. Like, let's say you have an appointment booked. That's that's one thing you try to make that really easy. The second reminders, right, is, yeah, making sure that they actually show up. Um, yeah, the yield rate on meetings is hugely important, especially on inside sales. So I'm sure Acuity, I would suggest, I would hope, would be sending out well, now enable you to send out reminder emails. Uh, yes, yeah, 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 exactly. And I think ton, tons of yeah, other most of them do. Yeah. Do yeah, actually, I find interesting in that because <laughs> I use a schedule. I, you know, I book hundreds of people every year for this show, and <laughs> and I'm always sort of. Yeah, amused by those people that then want me to send them a calendar invite as well. <laughs> and so they've just scheduled using the, the scheduler, but that's like, could you send me a calendar invite too? It's like, but it's on your calendar. <laughs> you just scheduled. Uh, I guess some habits are hard to break. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So at least, at least with ours, we'll, we'll send out, you can add even more reminder emails and everything too. So what we see is people use this to set up sort of a drip series before um, your call. So if somebody has a call with you, maybe a week out, you have uh, a, just an email that automatically goes out, say, right. confirm the appointment has the calendar invite on there. Well, and plus they have quick ways to add it to whichever calendar they use on the final page. But then you can send, um, one, two, three, three reminders. You could even get aggressive at it. Start sending text messages too. That tends to work um, better for different audiences as well. Um, so you can do that all through Acuity. So do a drip yes. campaign, a sequence of some sort of workflow, whatever word people yeah, want to yeah. use, um, and send out. Oh, that's that's very cool. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, especially, well, for podcast hosts too, we tend to see this is really successful when you start out a drip campaign and you say like, uh, here's a reminder, like make sure you have a good microphone. Right. Here are some things that we recommend. We're right. going to be uh, take a listen to these were the best ranked um, episodes that we've had. Maybe have a listen and get some suggestions out of there. Sure. Um, and then hey, you're, you're uh, giving me a good just, idea. Yeah, use it to add address. And that's where we get into the customization bit that I mentioned before, too, is because you're able to customize these things, you know, to reflect your brand and everything. You're also you're able to add whatever you can add, whatever you want. And mm -hmm. when you find people are maybe not showing up because they're confused about where to go, let's say they actually have to show up at an office or something right. like that. Um, you can add directions, say we're right across the McDonald's and uh, and grab a coffee on your way or something like that. And you can really tailor it to them and figure out what all these objections are. Again, lowering whatever friction it takes. So after you've already gotten the person, try to inch up your um, everything so that people really mm -hmm. have mm -hmm. no reason at all not to show up with you too. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I think, again, increasingly in sales, that that is an issue. It's just getting people to show up once they've committed to do something, whether it's you know, show up for a software demo or show up for a discovery call, mm -hmm. you know, which are all predominantly being held virtually, right? So uh, being able to get a higher yield out of that is is really important. And yeah. I mean, yeah. for some people, I've had one client, yeah, we just focus purely on increasing their, their yield out of uh, second calls from first calls. And it made a huge difference. So I could see a tool like this. That's really, I didn't realize you could do the sequence. I think that's, that's interesting, interesting feature. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the reminder sequence before an appointment. Uh, and then you can also add follow-ups after too. So you can send an automatic follow-up message, say like, Hey, we just, uh, we just chatted two days ago. Right. Um, uh, here's some extra information that you might find useful, or here's where you can go to after you, if you have like an initial discovery call, here's where you can go to book your other sessions and things like that too. So then do you integrate with some of the sales development platforms or marketing automation platforms? Uh, yes, we, we do integrate with several of them. Um, so one of the, so we integrate with dozens of things, um, directly. We integrate with, uh, drip MailChimp. Um, there's an infusion soft connector for mm -hmm. acuity. Uh, and then we also integrate with Zapier as well, which lets you sort of sure. build however you want to connect to things that lets you connect to Salesforce and many other ones too. Um, and then we are constantly having new integrations developed as well. All right. Yeah, I, someday I'll master Zapier. But <laughs> oh, what's your? Why don't Why don't you like it? I love it. Love well, it. no, I I I've, I just haven't been successful. I mean, I'm, maybe I'm just not <laughs> not smart enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've used I've created some connections, but it's like they never seem as elegant as the ones I see online other places. So anyway, practice, practice, practice. I guess practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have we have direct connectors for for many things to try to make it as as easy as possible. But then a, a couple of them we found that people just have such diverse needs too that mm -hmm. it makes sense for you to try to just connect it and fit your own business too. And we're we're here to help as well with any of that. So what are some of the I was going to say craziest, but some of the most interesting you know applications you've seen. Of your product, I mean, it'd be interesting. So, give people sort of, you know, food, food for thought, fuel for thought, uh, and as to how they might use it themselves. Yeah, we have so many of them. I mean, it's it's kind of funny. Like, uh, there are some wild applications. There's uh, like somebody who's a bowling alley that used it to like book book parties and book your bowling lanes, and then like they added on things that you could add nachos onto there, and then like make sure that if you're booking a party, you can get two lanes next to each other and be able to model that. And it was a crazy wild thing. So they could but schedule food ordering on it. 
Oh yeah, there's a donut delivery services that use it. There's cat. Cafe. You've, brought that, you've brought that up several times. Donut delivery. I, just, I have to admit, I've never really even heard I of donut like delivery. Like so. exactly. I want. I wish that they were closer to me. Now, where I are they? Donuts delivered. I think they're outside of L.A. Oh. It's yeah, LA or somewhere in Cali- LA or San Diego, something something around. Well, there. I'm heading to San Diego here very soon. You'll have to let me know. Oh. All right, I'm gonna look up their link and send okay. it to you. Okay, all right, that'd be great. Try and let me know how the experience is. All right, I'll try it. Definitely, it's totally not something. If that it's San Diego, definitely. They, I doubt if, if it's yeah. LA, I doubt if they're gonna drive donuts to San Diego. But all right, well, let them know that I referred you. Okay. Maybe maybe we'll, we'll do. Special, um, yeah. <laughs> but actually, one of one of my favorite ones is besides all the wild things. Um, cat cafes is another fun one. If you've ever been, where they're just delightful. Um, but just one of my favorites is just the uh, things that were really built for um, being able to drive teams of people having. Um, uh, having salons run out of there or having sales teams. Um, like there are some, uh, a couple of uh, very large companies. We respect the privacy sure, of all our sure. businesses, so I'm not going to share names of anybody. But there is a very large sales team selling ads, and I loved their setup of it. Is they had around 10, 15 people that were on their um, uh, one of their um, uh, ad sales teams. Mm-hmm. They had, they gave all of their staff, um, set them up with Acuity so that they were all under one account. Um, everybody went in and set their own availability and just managed their own calendars. Uh, then they had a uh, one link sent out that was just really like uh, book an intro call. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That would end up um, routing it. They would pool everybody's availability right. together. Um, like I mentioned before, make sure that the rooms for demos were available and then route it to them. And then it would automatically create, a, I believe it was a go-to meeting meeting. So that way, whenever somebody schedules, that was put into the confirmation email, the calendar invite, right. the reminders and everything else. So everybody was on the same page. Um, and they said that um, just creating like the go-to meeting every time would, would take them about five to 10 minutes, plus all the back and forth and sure, everything sure. else. It saved them anywhere like about half an hour um, per individual appointment, and they had just um, just dozens of them every week, just hundreds That's of them. significant, right? So it was an incredible amount of time, and the experience for the customer too was really beautiful. And then as they got on to second steps too, and they had some more specialized product areas, they had um, specialties and more private links that they could send out to people. So mm-hmm. after their initial call, um, maybe there were three people on your team. Uh, who who specialized in like this uh, certain in-app type of advertisement? Right. Uh, they could get in touch directly with them with anybody who was available, and just the way that it would work and the time that it would save it was just delightful. Not the most interesting ones. I, it's not. A, it doesn't roll off the tongue as easily as donut delivery, but it's uh, it's a beautiful scenario when it's right. set up like that. Well, yeah, I, I yeah, I'll have to check this out afterwards because I you know you used my scheduling system to book this. Uh-huh. This and it wasn't yours, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, I was just saying, I don't think this one has the ability to do what I need, which is I've got two calendars. You know, one for my podcast scheduling and and work, and then one for well, it's like I have two companies, right? So it's like one for one company and one for another, and the two don't meet right now. Um, so it sounds like I could probably do that with Acuity. Yeah, we can definitely talk more after we get off right. of this. Right. But yeah, I, I have the same thing. I have my work calendar and I have my personal one. And I use this for scheduling meetings with myself too. And when my wife books something on the calendar with me, I really don't want to have a meeting at the same time with somebody else. <laughs> That's true. Always a good one to avoid. And so Gavin, now actually we're moving to the last segment of the show where I've got some standard questions I ask all my guests. 
And uh, the first one is a hypothetical scenario in which you, Gavin, have just been hired as vice president of sales at a company whose sales have stalled out. And they sort of hit a trough, and the CEO is anxious to get things turned around. So what two things could you do your first week on the job that would have the biggest impact? Ooh, geez. Well, you, I think, are probably asking somebody different than most of your folks. I come from a technical background and oh, one building got, products. We've had, so We've had lots of product and technical people. Answer, okay, so. good. But you are a CEO, um, so you... Yeah. Okay. So honestly, the biggest things that I have seen affect sales is uh, doing user studies where we go out and we actually research people and find their biggest objections and then solve that in the product itself. Um, And then uh, honestly, uh, I think doubling down on product is the biggest thing, both understanding the user and then solving the experience. Um, Mm -hmm. We've seen the product sell itself better than anything. Okay. All right. Good answer. Okay, so some rapid-fire questions. You can give me one-word answers or elaborate if you wish. So the first one is, when you, Gavin, are selling your services like you just did, um, what's your most powerful sales attribute? I'm terrible at sales. For me, it's the product itself that really sells itself. All right, well, don't, don't undersell yourself. So, um, <laughs> so do you have a sales role model? Um, uh let me see. I, I think the the one person that I love to look at is uh, is Jeff Bezos mm-hmm. um, model mm-hmm. that he has built for Amazon, both with supporting and um, actually selling things is very user centric. Oh, absolutely. Actually, I quote him at the start of my my second book, uh, Amp Up Your Sales, because oh. I think he describes sales better than anybody. He said, you know, we, we don't make money when we sell things. We make money when we help customers make purchase decisions. Mm-hmm. And to me, if every person in sales kept that in mind, it's about helping the customer make a purchase decision, then uh, they'd be much more successful. Absolutely. It's so customer-centric, and that's what I love about him. Yep. Yep. Me too. Okay. Um, so one book you'd recommend every salesperson should read? Ooh, that is a great question, too. Um, uh let me see. I I love. I particularly love uh, delivering happiness uh, by um, uh, Shay. Uh, what's his first name? Tony Shay. Yeah, yeah, Tony Shay from yeah, Zappos, yeah, yeah. Uh, just because again, something very user centric. Okay. Yeah. Great book. Great organization. All right. So last question for you. What music is on your playlist right now? Oh well, you are talking to me right before Christmas, so it is all Christmas songs. Yeah, it's all I'm Christmas playing. music. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a favorite Christmas song? Uh, I really like "Baby It's Cold Outside." Just you got so oh. many renditions of that one, man. You can just keep listening to it all over again. <laughs> That's true. I thought about that. See how many you could string together. Yeah. <laughs> Wonder could you have a a playlist that's purely "Baby It's Cold Outside." Oh my gosh! All right, that would drive me nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Gavin, thanks for joining us today. So, tell folks how they can find out more about Acuity and connect with you. Yeah, absolutely. So. The best way is definitely take a look at Acuity at acuityscheduling.com. That's A-C-U-I-T-Y scheduling.com. And we'll have a special link for you, too, um, so that you can, uh, in the the show notes, so Mm -hmm. you can get an extended 45-day trial of that. Um, And definitely, if you'd like to reach out to me directly, um, you can find me on LinkedIn, Gavin Zuklinski, or reach out to uh, me. I'm actually in our support email a ton of support at acuityscheduling.com. Ask for me, and it routes right over to me as well. Excellent. There you go. Go right to the source. All right. Well, Gavin, thanks for joining me today. 
And friends, thank you for spending time with us. Remember, make it a part of your day every day to deliberately learn something new to help you accelerate your success. And an easy way to do that, make sure you don't miss any of my conversations with top business experts like my guest today, Gavin Zuklinski. I failed him the last time. I got it right every other time. But that one, and now he's laughing at me, who shared his expertise about how to accelerate the growth of your business. So thanks for joining me. Until next time, this is Andy Paul. Good selling, everyone. Thanks for listening to the show. If you like what you heard and want to make sure you don't miss any upcoming episodes, please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or Stitcher.com. For more information about today's guests, visit my website at andypaul.com.